Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our podcast, Shine Bright, with Jay Glapp and Sabina Margesin. We will talk about personal growth and life cultivation, and we will record beautiful meditations. So, if you like this podcast, please make a donation. To do that, and also to sign up for our three monthly newsletter, please go to our website www.shine-bright-center.co.nz. Thank you very much and enjoy. Hi everyone, I'm Jay. And I'm Sabina. And we're going to talk about Qi today. And Qi is a um, philosophical concept from from kind of ancient Chinese history. It started, you can trace it back like 7,000 years. It's a very old concept that that came into being. And it's has a lot of meaning to us because Sabina and I are both Qigong practitioners and Qigong teachers. So that means we teach a series of exercises and meditations that allow us and other people to feel Qi directly and to use Qi for improving health and improving vitality and transforming consciousness. So Qi is, I find it exciting because it's it's the missing piece of the puzzle and when I think of Western science which has discovered a lot and I find it really fascinating oftentimes that piece of the puzzle is missing there and I can think of of lots of really exciting examples for example uh, people don't people can do a lot of things in their daily activities and get really tired and not realize that they've depleted their chi. So so that has really real world um, benefits to understanding what chi is. And so we're going to start you right at the beginning here with how do you say not to not as much time as you would need to fully understand chi, but enough time to get started and I hope you enjoy. So Sabina maybe you'd like to jump in there and, and, and share a little bit. Yes. Um, it will be nice, especially for the people who haven't really heard that much about the concept of qi um, yet. So qi, as we understand it in qigong, is everywhere. Everybody, mm-hmm. everything, the space between the things, the whole universe, everything in the universe is qi, some kind of a form of chi. So every piece in the universe has its own chi and chi can be condensed to matter like our body. You know, you can touch it. It's matter. That this table here and the microphone, they are matter. They have um, a certain consistency of chi. And the space between us is also chi with hmm. a different consistency so chi is carrying is conveying information and the information makes that what we look at or that who we are what it is Mm -hmm. and 
that information, if we take our own bodies, is in our body and it's also around our body. So you can mm. say the chi field. The chi and information is within the physical object and surrounding the physical object and and it's a component the two aspects of of that object but we often we often only perceive the physical but there's this this world of chi that's that's moving underneath yes and you know chi has a lot of qualities and characteristics mm-hmm. so today's episode is really about trying to go a little bit deeper into that whereby we have to say in our teacher training it was hours and hours on the theory of chi yuan Si, our teacher has been teaching and that was only a fraction of what could be taught so we want our listener to know that this is just a very little piece out of the theory of chi but yeah if we look at at the qualities and the components and characteristics of chi so there's a lot of different properties that chi has and just to give you some examples and what's really beautiful here i want you to get a sense of when you listen is that chi underlies the physical world and so what we describe of now is like movements and qualities of chi are qualities that you'll see in nature so like chi for example opens and closes opens and closes and so in the how would you say in the physical body yeah uh, I love to give that example of the physical body because mm -hmm. if you think about our lungs Mm -hmm. they're opening and closing with the breath our heart is opening and closing pumping the blood Mm. Um, our pores are opening and closing depending of temperature and humidity and so on our eyes are opening and closing. Yeah. There's so much yeah. in nature, you know, flowers, the flowers which open when the sun comes out and they even turn towards the sun and then they close at night. Mm. The night itself is a coming and going. And it's not only opening and closing, you can say also gathering and dispersing. Mm, you can look at, at it like yeah. this. And uh, people come together for a party, uh, party finishes, we all go off, <laughs> scattered yes. in different directions. But we've all, on a chi level, our yeah. chi and our information has mingled and merged yeah. and we don't, and when we leave again, yes, we, we take a little bit of that party with us and that experience of that oneness with us. Totally. And chi is entering and exiting. Mm. You know, if you, if you look at the tides, the, the water is coming in and then it's moving out Mm. and the whole universe is still opening isn't it still opening uh according to modern science the the universe is continuously expanding Mm -hmm. and um, just to drop in an interesting um, piece of information here according to the the calculations that that modern science has and i've i got to what level of maths I didn't get to quite that level of maths at high school that that I can understand this stuff really but they they say that there's 85 percent of dark matter and dark energy in the universe that must must be there to explain how the universe is still opening the way it is and galaxies aren't flying apart 
And so I'm not saying that is chi, but I'm not saying it isn't either. Yeah. You know, there's so much mystery. Yeah. There's so much mystery out there. But it's it's mystery because science hasn't really got complete clarity and proof of it. We're still for learning. Me, We're still learning. For me, it makes a lot of sense. You know, mm. if everything in the universe and if chi, if everything in the universe is chi, and chi's qualities opening and closing you know and we see it everywhere in the universe then the smallest bit the smallest particle in the universe is doing that so why shouldn't the biggest part of the universe mm. doing that too and uh, yeah, and i would just say that chi also has qualities other qualities to it so it has uh for example the spiral chi is often spiraling so in qigong practice Sometimes we have different exercises that we use different in different methods. For, for example, we might draw chi in from the universe and often that, when that chi comes into the body, it is spiraling into the body. And again, spirals, you see that all the time in nature, like whirlwinds or tornadoes, or it's, it's that, that circular movement, inward flowing movement. Yes, and because you just see it you know, bringing chi in from the universe, there comes for people maybe up the question, how is that possible? It's because, maybe you know the saying, the energy goes where the mind goes. So if my mind thinks about all that beautiful, bright chi, yeah, chi can be imagined as bright, doesn't really have a color, but mm. you could you could think of it as bright. If you think about that in the universe, then your consciousness, your mind is out there in the universe. Mm. And then you may think, okay, I'll connect to that chi. And then you think into your body. Mm -hmm. And that chi is following your thought. Mm. And it's moving into your body. And that's what we are using, isn't it? That, that we use the consciousness in qigong to move chi, to improve chi. Yeah. How can we improve chi? Right, so like just to say like you already have chi in your body or you would not be alive. And in a narrow sense the chi in your body when you are alive there's the chi flowing through your body and it carries with it the information which is the qualities. It, everyone's chi has different qualities and you know like you meet different people and some people feel brighter than others and some people you walk away and you feel brighter after spending time with people or spending time in certain places and so you've got this two aspects of chi one is when chi is in a really pure state which is the primordial chi of the universe that's very bright like Sabina was describing but then <laughs> human chi because it is connected to thought if our thoughts are not very pure like if I'm like selfishly thinking about how I can sneak out of this podcast and, and steal all the cookies in Sabina's kitchen right now, then she's going to go, oh, I can feel his chi. He doesn't feel very bright. And, and so what we try to do is reconnect to that purity, that, that pure chi of the universe, connect to it with our hearts and our consciousness, and then bring it into the body. And we can bring information into here, isn't mm -hmm. it? With our consciousness, 
we can actually put information into the qi because qi has a quality of conveying information. information. Mm -hmm. So that is really such a powerful tool if we as humans would use it more consciously that's what would make the big difference to our own lives to our own health and even to the whole world if mm. we start to be a bit more careful about the information we are putting into things into our own body there's a, there's a little uh, quote here. I hope I get it right because I haven't got it written down with me. But it's from the Yellow Emperor's Book of Internal Medicine. And actually, I'll just say a little bit here that traditional Chinese medicine kind of developed alongside Qigong practice, which is the kind of meditation and movement practices that are really part of that. And Qi has been that foundation stone, foundation theory. So when you're... If you go to an acupuncturist, then when they stick needles in you, they're actually working on, on those meridians, on those lines where the qi flows through the body, and they're trying to find the places where qi might be blocked or where it might need extra stimulation to, to affect change in other parts of the body where the qi might flow to. And we do the same with our qigong practice. Yes. But let's say with the Yellow Emperor's Book of Internal Medicine, it's the quote something like this. Um... Be calm, relaxed, and natural. Uh, pure chi flowing with abundance and vigor. Where can illness come from? So, so the Chinese ancients mm. really saw chi as that foundation stone. So, the it flows at different levels within the body. So, when it's flowing really deep, then the organs are going to be healthy, and the internal system's going to be really healthy. But when it's also when it's flowing well on the outside it's quite hard for illness to to penetrate the body uh, and of course speaking from ancient times they didn't have an under the Chinese ancients didn't have an understanding of viruses the way we do today but it's the same thing because you know that when you get run down when you've had really long days at work and then you've had a lot of emotions Yes. Um, we'll talk about emotions soon, and you've just had a really stressful day at work, a week at work, month at work. I won't say year, that would be too terrible <laughs> to think about that. You might be listening to this on your way to work right now. Um, but then your energy's down, mm. you know. And sometimes, I just want to add in, sometimes we can't choose about the tasks we have to deal with every day. No one... Yeah. No one can avoid if they have a job or they have family responsibilities or or different things, but we can begin to become more aware of how we do those things that we have to do. Yes. And understanding a chi can help us. Yes, because as soon as we have a physical expression of a problem, before that, there was... Mm. that comes from a chi problem there is somewhere a blockage yeah. you know and and before that there is another thing and that is that we had very possibly emotions that's right so when i'm stressed in my life for whatever reason then 
often there follow the physical problems because the chi mm. gets stuck and you know the muscles tighten up and I might even have pain for all of that reason and then mm. that is expressed in a physical way so really working on chi and with working on chi if we improve our chi flow our chi quality and that's what we do with qigong mm-hmm. and also the amount of chi then I have the best starting point to be in that relaxed, calm, and natural state, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. If I'm very, very low on chi, it's sometimes much harder to be relaxed and calm. So if I'm able to improve my chi state, very possibly also my state, mm. mind, mental state, emotional state will improve. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Another thing which is really interesting to mention is that everything changes all the time. I think it's a common known phrase. And chi has that character too. Hmm. It's never the same. It's constantly changing. There's constant movement, interacting, transforming. And it's such an important thing to know. I find. Do you ever find it useful to know things change? Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I find it so useful when I'm down. You know, when I'm not feeling good. When I'm in pain, when there is just something going on which makes me feel not so good. And just knowing that everything changes all the time that I'm not going to be stuck in that forever is really helping me. Hmm. And it is one of the laws of the universe, isn't it? That everything changes Hmm. all the time. So what else can we say about chi? Maybe we could even talk about the chi fields or should we do an exercise of chi experiencing chi first what do you think let's do a little bit of an exercise now yeah and just experiencing chi i think that would just be really nice yeah would you like to guide it sure i'll guide it cool so we're going to use um we're going to do this really simple if if you're in a situation now you can close your eyes and close your eyes and we're going to hold our hands in front of the body We're going to hold them sort of in front of the belly, so not very high. And have both your palms facing each other and the fingers facing each other. It's like like you're holding a little ball there in front of your belly. And then just relax the hands quite a lot so you can feel like there's a ball there. And what we're going to do is we're going to just... Open the hands out slightly, and we're going to imagine the hands like we're reaching, expanding out into chi, out into brightness, and then we're going to imagine that we've kind of expanded the hands, they don't have to open very far, and then we close them like we're just gathering chi from the universe between the hands. So when you open out, Imagine that it's just a very light thought that everything is bright and clear outside. The beauty of nature, 
the universe. And then when you close in, imagine you're drawing it in between the hands. And open out again. And close in. Now just keep going. You might feel... If you play with this exercise for a bit, you might feel some tingling between the hands. That's what chi feels like, so it can be felt. It can feel different for different people. Each time it'll feel different. Also have um, added advantage because the mind and chi are very connected. I've just given the mind something to do now, so to stop it from wandering. So the mind goes out, gathers chi, it comes in. You feel between the hands. So it allows the mind to, to come back to a point of focus and a point of stillness. So we're just going to open out one more time. And we're just going to draw it back and place it, place the hands overlapping on the belly. If your eyes were closed, you can open your eyes. Oh, thank you. Mm. I think it's a really nice um, exercise for starting to get that gentle sensation of chi, that moving the hands together and apart. In, in our Yuan Gong practice, it's called pulling chi. Mm -hmm. And it's a very powerful exercise because we, we really start to use our mind in that conscious way to direct that unlimited amount of pure bright chi out there in the universe into where we need it and at the beginning what we just did now is between our hands hmm. and like if, if i if i bring again my hands in this position um, in front of each other i can really feel that tingling again and um, it would be amazing if some of our listeners might have felt that sensation too that is chi mm. we can't see it but we can feel it or some people might yeah. even be able to see it you know some people can see auras for example yeah. um that would be seeing chi so theoretically just to go one step further here theoretically we could, instead of sending the chi between our hands when it comes in from the universe, we could send it anywhere we wanted to. Hmm. Like, I, I use it um, when I feel something is coming up, um, like scratchy throat or, you know, I might feel I might have hurt my shoulder or pulled my back or whatever. What I do straight away is... Um, connect to the chi of the universe that bright pure chi and send it into the mm. area I need it with the information I want there which might be healthy or healing or um, trusting that it will be good um, I love I love yeah. to use love because yeah. I believe so much in the healing property of love yeah 
because we all know how how it feels when we were a child and we hurt ourselves and then we can feel the love of a parent or a sibling um, compassion kind of compassion, compassion and care compassion yeah. and care and love it just mm. is healing so we can do that for ourselves too and you know if i if i feel like you need some chi because there might be something going on for you then i can send it to you mm. isn't that lovely yeah i just love chi and the concept of chi and the easiness of using it and the, it's free it's free we don't have to pay for it yeah wow i actually have a small healing experience like we all the time, like Sabina's saying, do these little healing experiences of when you maybe feel like you have a sore th- throat coming or or some part of the body needs chi, you do it. It's very hard to to say, oh, did that make a difference? You you know it made a difference, but it's hard to, to show that to other people. But I did have an experience where I actually had warts on my hand. I had, it was, it was really frustrating situation because I was a Qigong practitioner and I was feeling like I shouldn't have these problems because I'm teaching people how to work with Qi but I had this wart and I tried to get rid of it and then I froze it off with this little thing you could buy from the chemist but instead of it disappearing like some other ones came up and I had like in total I had like five warts on my hand and I was so embarrassed about it (laughs) and and then during one of our our um, retreats that you answer leads, I was doing one of these exercises of qigong practice of of moving the arms, not dissimilar from what we just did, gathering qi from the universe. And then afterwards, like during that practice, I went really deep. And afterwards, I was looking at my hand, and I could see that the one that had been there the longest was going. Its color was changing, so I can't say. It was either the blood flow or the chi was getting to it more, but something had changed and it was going white. And I was like, it's going white. And just over the period of about a day, it disappeared. And then I was like, I could see how my thinking had changed and my consciousness had changed. And Mm -hmm. so I just started looking at the other ones Mm -hmm. and making them white as well. (laughs) And then by the end of the retreat, they were all gone. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow, that's such a great example of the power of of the thought and chi. But I, I would like to, and I, I've seen this example in lots of different people for different problems, but you need to work with the principle of do your best, but be unattached to the outcome. Yes. Because when you're trying to change something, especially something vis- visual like that, or maybe you've said to yourself, I'm working on this thing and it's going to improve my relationship and then your partner's still mean to you the next day or mm. or maybe they're not mean to you but you still have an argument, you know, or it goes for everything in life. We mm. can't relax when we're attached to the outcome yeah. because you think, I'm, I have this illness and then I'm going to do this healing and then you're like, I'm still sick, it's not working and yeah. it actually... It, it drives you mad. In a sense, we we do our best, and we and we we want our life to grow and to go in a bright direction, and to get. We want to become better people, healthier people. Mm. But we don't know what the universe has in store for us, so we have to keep a, a great deal of humility there. Yeah, I think this is actually a really good place also to talk about chi fields. 
Um, I have a quite a good real life example there. I had a client quite a few years ago and she had her fourth hip replacement to deal with. And so all her hip replacement experiences and the anesthetics and everything was always horrible for her. It was awful. So she had that real trauma around that surgery. So I started to build with her a chi field around that surgery experience. So what that means is like we started to put different information to what she experienced in her past into that future event. So each time we came together and we did maybe a bit of pulling chi or not even pulling chi, just thinking about the surgery and everything connected to it. We changed the information to, you know, that bright light and the positive information that every body and everything involved in the surgery is going to be in a good state and it's working well and everything is going to go smooth. And we were just repeating it and repeating it. And it was so well trained for her that after the surgery, she texted me and she said, I was even still bringing chi into the um, bed I was lying on while I was counting backwards. Mm. <laughs> so, and it was a complete different experience for her. Yeah. It was the opposite of what she had experienced before. And I believe very strongly that it was because of creating that chi field, that information for her and the recovery went exactly how we were um you know building it and it's not always probably as perfect but it just was so unbelievable i think that's a really great example and and when you talk about that i'm just thinking of chief fields and i'm thinking how it sounds on one hand, a chi field sounds kind of mystical, but on the other hand, let's let's see. Like, if you go down to the beach, the beach feels very different. It feels it has a chi field. Yes. It, it has a certain energy to it, and it feels very different from if you're in a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. It also feels a shopping mall also feels different depending on what your attitude is towards shopping malls. Yeah. For example, my mum used to take me to shopping malls when I was very young. So if I go into a shopping mall. And I remember what it was like when I was a kid. I can really enjoy a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. But then let's say something like hmm, rock concerts have a fantastic chief field. And they and depending on the type of band you go to see, uh, they're going to have a different energy. And and I remember going, my, my cousin taking me to see this, this heavy metal band in Auckland when I was a teenager. And I liked kind of hard rock, but this was I found myself feeling unsafe in the energy there so places have different energy fields different chi Mm. fields they're all different but what you're talking about is that human consciousness our intention can feel the chi field and then can contribute to it yes so it's, it's very um freeing if you like to be able to say like this place has a certain type of chi field, I can connect to it and I can 
contribute to it and make it even richer than it was and that's what you did with your with your friend with your student yeah mm. and it's so practical this whole understanding around chi and then using that understanding can be used in such a practical way in daily life like creating tea fields for anything and using information in any way we can hopefully in a positive way to make our life healthier and happier and our well-being grow hmm. isn't that what all of us are kind of thriving for hmm. the, the vegetables that you plant in your garden the food that yes. you're cooking and you know there's uh, spiritual practices out there that that cook cook food with that kind of intention or even you know like christian saying grace for dinner you know it's yeah. it's there's all sorts of very creative yes. ways that that we can i don't know if this is quite the right word but it's the word i'm going to use right now bless bless things yes. we can we can put in chi and information and positive positive intention there mm -hmm. into whatever is whatever is um we're encountering in our life yeah, and I would really like to invite our listeners, if they haven't already played with chi, really play with it. Um, you can be so creative with it and it can be so useful in any situation of life. It's just so powerful and, and yeah, I don't know, we might even do sometime a whole episode on chi field building or something. There's so mm. much we can do. Like, it's so interesting um, to let you know when we talk about, you know, uh, a theme, like when we did our preparation for today, there came so many other themes up where we thought, oh, we need to do a session on this and we need to do an episode on this. There's mm. so much we want to we yeah. wanna share. Yeah, so all I feel like adding now is that this really only just touched on some aspects of what she is about mm. and but hopefully at the same time because as Sabina was just saying it is an experience it's actually you know go back to that meditation we did it's an experience you can have without needing to know a lot about it mm. in a way you need to know a few basics and the experience will help you understand understand it more as well yes quite interesting because just what came up um, for me is mantra you know it's something which is used in many uh, practices so a mantra is actually a repeating of some information so if I have the mantra I am joy then I keep repeating that and that's information I put into my chi so you know find your mantra for your daily life. My one at the moment is I'm light, joy and love. And my mantra changes weekly. <laughs> nice. But I love to use it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's getting me especially in the moments when it's not so easy and if I remember that mantra, I straight away change that chi field and that information in the chi field. And it's just so powerful. And it's all chi and information. Yeah. So maybe that's what we needed to say today. 
Anything else you would like to add? I'm so happy right now. Uh, we'll definitely do more on this topic and, and all of our podcasts are going to include this more. We'll build on this information as yes. well. Absolutely. Okay. So hopefully see you or not see you, hear you in two weeks. Or you hear us. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> Thank listening. You. Thank you.